Hey everybody, John Mark Comer here, sitting in my home office with my firstborn son, Jude Comer. Hey guys, welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Monday, April 20th. So in theory, this is week six of the shutdown for Portland. And in theory, we are at the halfway mark of the stay-at-home order. Now, I have no idea if that's true. I'm not like, I don't have a secret friendship with Kate Brown, the governor of Oregon, or some kind of line to how long this will last. I just like to tell myself that they can't do it longer than three months. That's not grounded in data or research or reality for that matter. Yeah, it's likely- it's, It'll be total anarchy if, they, if that happens. Yeah, if they, if they keep us inside longer than that, they're at least middle schoolers of the world will, <laughs> will start a revolt. So I don't know if that's true or not. But even if we are halfway through the stay home order, still all the current thinking is that this is going to last a very long time before life is back to any semblance of normal. Jude, how are you feeling right now about kind of halfway through the stay home order? Well, I'm happy that it's halfway. Uh, but other than that, I'm pretty, hate, I'm really hating my life. I'm not loving it. Yeah, you're pretty extroverted, huh? Yeah, it's been hard not to see my, my people, my yeah, you've literally not been outside. Well, like yeah. outside to go on a walk, but not out yeah. to see anybody. Yeah, it's hard not to see the family that's not my family. Yeah, so we thought it would be fitting to run a kind of mini-series this week on the Bridgetown Daily on the theme of endurance. The New Testament has so much to say about endurance, and I really feel like that is the need of the hour. And so every day we just want to read a scripture to you um, from the New Testament on endurance with just a short meditation. And Jude and I have one for you from um, Monday night. We do a little thing every Monday night that we call Primal Path. Jude, how would you describe Primal Path in a few words? I would say it's basically a three-year-long initiation rite into becoming a man. It started on my 13th birthday with a big, like big party, all the significant men in my life came, and it's going to end on my 16th birthday if I make it through, if I make it through, and <laughs> with all the same men and another party. And then, and only then, if you pass the test, we will if welcome you the to the community of men. Anyway, so as part of it, every Monday night, we do like a father-son kind of evening together, and we read through a book together, and we read some scripture together. And this last week, we were chatting about Hebrews chapter 12, which has some really interesting things to say about endurance and its relationship to kind of a father-son kind of dynamic. Jude, why don't you read for us from Hebrews chapter 12? Okay. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who had disciplined us, and we respected them for it. That's right. How, <laughs> Daddy, no comment. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God dis disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. 
What I love about the writer of Hebrews is he tells us that we are to endure hardship as discipline. Now, he's not saying that hardship is discipline. He's not saying that COVID-19 or disease or death or unemployment or the loss of a business or a dream is God's discipline over your life. He's saying that we are to endure hardship as if it was discipline. And so what Jude and I were chatting about on Monday was the difference between punishment and discipline. A lot of people equate the two, but really they are similar but quite different. Jude, how would you describe the difference between punishment and discipline? Punishment is because you've done something wrong in the past. Discipline is trying to better you for the future. So punishment, for the most part, is the job of like a judge and a jury, not a mom or a dad. It's when something, a mistake was made, you know, you stole a car or you rob a bank or whatever, and you have to restore the social fabric of justice to make things right. And I guess there's a little bit of punishment in parenting. Like, oh, I guess yesterday we punished you for, you got in trouble yesterday on the Sabbath, which doesn't happen a lot. But for walking the dog, like you've been told so many times, don't <laughs> let her off leash in the yes, mud yes. on a rainy day. And you've been told so many times, and mom had just washed her, and you yeah, two days before. chose to exercise your free will in such a way that you got her all muddy. And so yep. what, what was your punishment? Well, I had the extreme privilege and pleasure of washing the dog and then cleaning the bathroom after her. That's it. So that wasn't punishment like go to jail. That was like you made a mistake. Now make it right, like repentance and restitution, right? So actions have consequences. Yeah. But most of, you know, parenting isn't about punishment. It's about discipline. And it's easy to think of discipline as just a negative thing, like you messed up. Let me discipline you. But discipline is actually a positive thing. In fact, another way to translate the Greek word is training. Think of the discipline of an athlete or the discipline of a master craftsman or craftswoman or the discipline of, you know, a leader or an artist, somebody that will put themselves through hardship in order to train themselves to become the best version of who they were created to be and reach their full potential. Jude, you just recently started um, training, like exercise. It's been really yeah. fun to watch. I yeah. woke up the other day and just my jaw just about dropped through the floor. It was 6 a.m. and you were up before me and you had your Bible out and you were making yourself a cup of tea. And then 20 minutes after reading your Bible, you got on the exercise bike and did a 45 minute like hard workout. And I was like, who, what alien just abducted my 14 year old boy? It was amazing. Yeah, mom actually said that almost verbatim. Yes. So why would you put yourself through all of that? Exercise is hard work and it's painful on the body. Why would you put yourself through that discipline or that training or that hardship? Yeah, well, I mean, I need a good bod to go with these devilishly good looks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Girls is what you're saying. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Basically. But why? I mean, is there anything else there? Well, I want to feel better. I want to feel not lethargic and like gross. I want to feel <laughs> athletic. <laughs> Strong and confident and healthy yeah. in your own body. Yeah, that's a better yeah, way to that's put amazing. it. Yeah, that's amazing. And so you're willing to put yourself through hardship, discipline, training, pain in order to reach your full potential. And the writer of Hebrews is saying that's the mindset that we are to bring to hardship and suffering, something like COVID-19 or disease or unemployment or the uncertainty of our current situation. 
You know, I think about exercise, Jude, and as you're learning, there are two ways to approach exercise. One is mm-hmm. kind of just like what they call maintenance, where you just kind of show up, yeah. go through the motions. Do your thing. Yeah, you don't push yourself that hard, and it's still good for you, but you just have, there's minimal results that you get out of it. And the other way is when you show up and you bring your full intention to that exercise workout or run yeah. or, you know, whatever. That usually happens when you're listening to Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you put in some good 80s pump me up music yeah, or something. Yeah, some rocky, rocky playlist. That's it. Yeah, you're into that stuff right now. And you just like bring all of your energy to it. You leave everything on the bike or whatever, or you just drop it all on the pavement and you just go full hard. And the results you get from that kind of exercise, that kind of training or discipline are far greater. And I think in the same way, we're all in this season right now at some level of hardship with the shutdown and shelter in place and the economic uncertainty or the certainty of unemployment for you right now or disease itself or whatever it is, the loss of a loved one. And there are two ways we could approach it. One, we could just kind of grin it and bear it. And I think that's what a lot of us hear when we hear the word endurance. We think, okay, yes, I just need to keep going. I need to get through it. I need to not give up. I need to just like survive this season of three months or a year or whatever it is. But another way is the kind of Hebrews mentality where you bring your full self to every single day, all of your energy and intention and focus and heart to really get the most out of this season of suffering. Jude, what are you hoping that God does, that God grows in you, that he nurtures and develops in your kind of spiritual musculature as a result of this shutdown? Well, I'm not normally a very introverted person. So I'm really just hoping that God does something to help me be alone more and in a good way, in a good way. So yeah, I'm just hoping that I can chill out more. Kind of get comfortable in quiet prayer kind of thing? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I am an introverted person, so I love the quiet, but <laughs> I'm, I'm a control freak, as you know, and that does all sorts of, or mm-hmm. recovering one. And that does all sorts of damage in our family and even in our relationship. And man, everything, I'm just so aware right now that I'm not in control. Literally the whole world is changing and I I have no influence over it even, not control. So I'm really hoping, I just want to bring my full self to this. I, I think this could be a great, like if not one of the greatest seasons of my life of spiritual formation, it could strip me of that impulse to grab and grasp for control. And this could be a great time of emancipation, of freedom from my need to have things kind of my own way. And I don't know what it is for you listening. All of us have the potential to really endure this hardship as discipline, as training, and let it form us, grow us, mature us into a greater place of strength and maturity in Jesus. So that's Jude and I's invitation, is to not just endure in the sense of survive, grin it and bear it, we will get through this, we will rebuild, that's great, but to endure hardship as discipline or training, to bring your full self and let God grow you and mature you into a person of love and joy and peace through this experience. Jude, would you just end our time in a prayer? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd like to just take a moment of silence. I'd like to, yeah, everybody just feel your feet on the floor. 
Lord, I want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we have this time as not fun as it is, Lord, to meet you more. Lord, we can, this is a time, Lord, for us to really come into contact with you, God. And I'm not saying that this is a good time, that this is, this. I'm glad that this happened. I'm not saying that at all. But Lord, I just pray that you would meet us where we're at. So to end, for this week, we just want to close with a blessing or a benediction from the very end of Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. We just want to pray this over you. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.